Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to one and all, and uh, welcome Laurie and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, thank you for joining us. Lots of news today. Well, that I is don't think there's enough minutes in the whole no, there three isn't. hours no, to get it all in. Right. My goodness. I, that's how I felt this morning. I know. Well, you were so you were out on Friday because of your, all your shots, oh, and I, so I said to Lori, "If we put water in her, would it come out all the different spots on her arms?" Um, but you were so bummed because m- Friday was such a good day. Listen. There's so much going on. It makes our job fun. Well, More I fun. mean, the royal stuff, um, which I, you know. I just was sick about missing, and I really, I don't know, that shingle shot, um, when you're a person, I think it's like 52 and older is when they say, that's my phone, I yeah. forgot to turn okay. off, 52 and older I think is when your doctor little, will start saying, you really? can go ahead and get it. Older, but okay. I think it, yeah. They've changed it, okay. because people have got gotten it in their 40s, and you don't ever want to get shingles, so anyway, I forgot I got sick the first time. And I thought, well, I mean, I kind of did. I forgot how... You, you were flat how, on your back. How much it hurt. How much... Like, my hair hurt. <laughs> well, that is what you were describing to me. Lori's like, it hurts different oh than anything else. Yeah, I've never felt anything quite like it. So, Simone, the nice lady who gave me my shot on Thursday, because they, they don't really give the shots on Friday. I got a tetanus in it. I said, if I got sick the first time, do you think I'm going to get sick? She just kind of looks at me. Come on now. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. I, said, I thought gonna, the same thing. I'm going to have pow- the power of positive thinking. And then about 8 o'clock on Thursday night, just I, it just, like, everything hurt. And then I forgot to kind of wake up and call and tell you. And I feel panic at the disco for you at but noon. But you called me. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. Mm-hmm. It was panic. But but one of the things that I um, I think about that shot, though, for other people, if you're planning on it, because it didn't affect Donnie. And, it didn't and, affect Casey. So it's just kind of random. But we did yeah. get tweets from people who it really affected. So just for your planning, and people, it, and it you was like it. A, it was like, a, you know, 20 hours. And Even I, my mom, it didn't affect her because she just had some. Yeah. I just so, slept like 14 of the 20 hours that I had it. You're just sensitive. Huh? She I, no. is sensitive. She's I, a sensitive arms. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. But anyway, I mean, I felt like our we had a mutual weekend claim to fame is oh. that we were at the 
Operapalooza uh, the, at the at the Excel this weekend, it, which was amazing. It we're going to get into it. It's going to be our story. We can't get enough of. Oh. But I'm just going to say that was. And I remember how. And shout out to all the ladies who were yeah. in her suite. You and know, everybody everyone. paid two hundred dollars, and the money went to Live and Kicking. It was right. the Hubbard suite, but I was lightly skeptical about like. The workbook stuff. You're like, I don't want to set goals. I don't want to go. But Oprah led the whole day. She was. It was incredible. I feel grateful to have been there. I think anyone who was there and it was 90 percent women. I think everyone felt the same way as all of the ladies in our suite, which was that grateful to be there. It was fun. It went by fast and it was good information. It was inspiring. Yeah, I thought thought it was inspiring. I don't know what your weekend claim to fame was, Donnie. We know you weren't at Oprah Palooza with no, us. No, I wasn't that. No, no, I just, as I mentioned to Julia before the show, I did see the movie she's already seen, and that is 1917. Yeah. And? Nominated for her best picture. Yes, it's very good. The theater was jammed. And this was on a uh, Sunday, about one thirty. Yeah, it knocked it knocked the Star Wars, a new Star Wars one, yeah, out, of out of first place at the box office. $35 million. Donnie, yeah. wasn't that a good movie? That's a, and that's a movie you need to see on you the do. big screen. You do. Yeah. Gotta see Absolutely. it on the big screen. And it's really fascinating when they say they they filmed it in Two. real in real time. Yeah, right. In one one big take or well, two big takes. Well, not, not quite. I read right. it's not quite okay. one take. But when they say real time, most films, as you guys know, they'll do the first part here, then they'll do right. the middle. They did they, it chronologically. Yeah, yeah. Did it the right, same way exactly. the movie flows. It, right. Quite, that's how they did. Correct. And you just feel like you're there, and you feel everything. I just I. That was an amazing movie. Yeah. I saw an amazing movie yesterday, and my theater was pretty crowded. Too. What did you Johnny see? Johnny and I went at like a 220. Yeah. Just Mercy. Mm. Oh, it, Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. It is so good, you guys. I did not bring any tissues. I had a big scarf on, so that was my um, <laughs> handkerchief. But it is... Uh, it's the true life story of Brian Stevenson, the real life lawyer who is the subject of the movie, played by Michael B. Jordan, who's devoted his legal practice for helping prisoners get off death row. Yes. What did and you what did you love it, about it? Well, first or of just, all, first of all, it's just it's a powerful powerful story and the way I, I I can't believe that they let this movie go out after the Oscar ballots and everything because it is it is like the kind of movie that Oscar would like, but it's it's tiny, well judged details. It's kind of like remember when we watch when they see us, and yeah. It it's it's again it's kind of part court, courtroom drama, biopic, and legal procedural. But it's amazing how injustice happens, happen, continues to happen if you're poor. If you're the wrong color, mm-hmm. i.e. not white, and what happens in our legal system, and it just reinforced for me, I'm, I mean, I remember the first time I was like, I'd never had an opinion about the death penalty until oh. I read the Executioner's Song mm-hmm. by Norman Mailer, and that became that also became, I think, a TV series, mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones, but because of the injustices that are committed along the way to that, and what a terrible thing it is to have the death penalty and that just really comes through in this when you see because at the end of the movie then they scroll the credits about how many people they've exonerated right. from death row and uh 
you know, what Brian Stevenson has done is what what's happened to all these people. The attorney, yeah. People that you mm-hmm. even meet. It, it just, it, it's just, it's about justice, but it's about people who know our world is unfair and they fight to make it be a better mm-hmm. place. And it, it just was really, I felt like I... Yeah, I got to see it. You, you, you said, I want to see, see it so bad. Was it four stars? Uh, yeah. Chris okay. Hewitt gave it three and a half stars. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was A plus and it was yeah. just powerful. And it's it's a tough minded, but it's also just a mercy hopeful. Is the movie. Yeah, a hopeful movie because it it want it shows people we have difficult truths to face, Julia. And uh, we have to care about people that uh, a lot of people would like to forget about. Mm-hmm. You know? That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it was really good. That's so, quoting Chris Hewitt. All right. And Donnie, what would you give 1917? I'm going to give it three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the performance is, you know, it's the two guys, basically. The Hollywood um, Reporter pointed out that 1917 is one of the first movies that's a Best Picture nominee that, without an acting well, nominee. And they said, I the mentioned one, that last the week. Kid the one kid should have been done because he carries the he whole carries. thing. And he's like, if that's the best movie, why isn't this McKay or whatever his name is? Mm-hmm. Why isn't he nominated? I they, totally agree. I yeah. said that when I came back. I'm like, my God, he this it's he's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. But yeah, it 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 isn't. Well, we're going to talk Oscars later today yeah, and who's in and who's out and anyway. And but feels. I mean, Michael B. Jordan continue. We are looking for Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Fox in Hollywood. I know they premiered Just Mercy and. They were dancing at the Libertine last night in London, but I am hoping they are making their way back to Beverly Hills. They'll be back. They'll be back. All right, listen, All right. when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. It's Oprah. Miss a put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. So you're a tough guy, like you really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just always so puffed. All right, Oprah, the 2020 vision uh, happened at the Excel and it was a sold out crowd. I would say it was 90% women. Ten percent men. Okay. Ninety five. Okay. Yeah. And it, it you could tell like there were and even in our suite there were Dear friends, there were people who went alone. There were people who went with daughters or there were sisters. People that there had been in multiple cities. Yes, I mean it was just, it was so so good. And um, uh, I don't know really well, where you want to start well, with it, Joy. I, I saw you taking notes like crazy, and half of them I can't see because in the workbook, which you were like, <laughs> oh, now there's a workbook. You know, there was a wellness test, yeah, to take. Well, that's what you did in it. I took notes. I, I think that... Didn't you take the test? Oh, yeah, I took that, but I still oh. have yet to add it up. I think what her... <laughs> what was cool is it was Oprah all day. All day. I mean, so that started at 9, and it started with a dance party with Juliana Huff um, doing her exercises, her Ken Energy, which was just movement that gets everybody going, which I thought was great, though. It's <sighs> they good. could have cut 10 minutes off of that and given 10 more minutes to Meditation Man, because the meditation thing time. was cool. Yeah, the entire place, Donnie, silence. silence. There was 15,000 people there. That's how many. During a wild game, they can hold 18. Yeah. They told me. But, yeah. Okay, so they were very... Um, I think her message is just 
you have to, it was all about, you know, bringing your, what do you want out of life? What well, do you want? And then how she, do you but get she there? She breaks it down oh, sure. with very, like, I liked her example of um, saying yes to what you want to do and stop being so nice. And the worst lies we tell ourselves are the lies we tell ourselves, you mm-hmm. know? And her be nice example was, um, like I looked to Donna who sitting next to me. I said, I'm not nice and I know it. And I've been practicing it for at least 15 years. I hate doing stuff out of niceness. And Oprah talked about she's kind, she's generous. But when she first got famous, mm-hmm. she was nice because people were hitting up. She was the bank. And, you know, being nice. She hates doing the red carpet. She'll present at award shows. She'll speak. She doesn't like walking the red carpet, mm-hmm. so now she says no. And then this past summer, she gets a phone call. Tina Turner's Broadway show is going to debut in New York. Would Oprah please walk the red carpet? Oprah said no. Then the, the public- stories come out that say Oprah's going to walk the red carpet. Yeah. Even after she said no. Yeah, never. and then the publicist calls back and says, well, Tina really, Tina Turner really wants you to do it. But she's also been in some ill health. She really wants to lean on you on the red carpet for support. So, like, then Oprah said said yes, because then she wasn't being nice. She was doing it because she wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I thought that was really a good example because so many, in particular women, were... We're worried if people like us. Are we nice? Are we, you know, uh, uh, what will people think of us? What will they say about us if we're not nice? And I hate being nice. I absolutely do not. I'm nice, you know, It like you sometimes say to me, now be nice and let's emcee this thing. And I always say to you, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't like emceeing. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely miserable all week. I'm a wreck about it. I mm-hmm. don't enjoy it. The only reason I would do an emcee would be if Oprah called or, of course, our boss, Jenny Hubbard. Exactly. You know, but yeah. I mean, it's if you. I that thought was that the part point, that really hit on you was that. I saw a lot of yep. women going, oh my gosh, thinking about like it's flipping the switch of how you decide what you're going to do. You know, is this, is this, uh, you know, it's why are you doing it? Don't well, do it because you want to appear nice, seem nice, want people to think you're nice. Why are you doing it? I mean, that's kind of how men already think. Right. Guys never worry about anybody worrying if they're nice or not. Right. They don't. Well, I think I, I think in addition to that, um, I think she just said, you know, when she got focused and figured out. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Out how, what, what it is that she wanted to do with her talk show from, you know, she was number one for 25 years and she just talked about when I got focused and had intention and a purpose behind everything i did and everything would lead up to that i mean she took this big picture and i thought it was really great yeah you have to be clear about what it is and she what do you want and so many people don't even know what they want and so you're spinning wheels and she asked well what goal did you have that you didn't ever achieve and then you kind of dial it back and think well i didn't even really put anything in place yeah to get there right well she she brought up the own network when that launched like six months after nine months, whatever her TV show show. ended and she struggled and she recognized and she shared with us, you know, she betrayed herself. She did not have a clear intention and we could tell we, the only time we were ever own would be. Yeah. But the only time we were ever appalled at anything Oprah has ever done, Lindsay Lawn was was the reality yeah, shows with programming the she did Bobby Christina Bobby that Christi- was the yep. worst one and Lindsay Lohan and then Shania Twain and the judge and it just didn't feel like who she was her brand that's right, right. and she said and I just kept asking people what should I do I thought that was a great oh. example of her sharing a time when she not she, that long and ago. she felt pressure because everyone's like seize the moment now's the time right. you have to have your next thing and she's like she in her mind and in her gut knew she wasn't ready for it and I thought that was another excellent one when you mm-hmm. talk about being nice and saying no one of the other things that I t- took away and I think everybody did was that um when you have to ask everybody around you in your circle, oh, what should I do? What right. should I do? What should I do? And it's a big thing in your life. What should I, what should I, what right. should I do? You already know. Yeah. It, didn't she say yes. that? You already know what you, you should do. Know, and, but when you're your, asking people, you're just, it does you're nothing. You're not listening to, to yourself. yourself. Don't blame trouble, blame yourself. Yes. It was kind of one of Because I thought that was really interesting because when you ask for advice from people and you have, people have big things in their life and you wonder, like, am I making the right choice? What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? You have to go within. Yeah. I thought a lot of her stuff about going within and being quiet with yourself. I loved when she asked everybody, how many of you watched my TV show, the whole place raised their hand and she talked about how she always knew she i didn't know if i was going to be in front of people at a church or i was going to be a teacher but i realized with my show i just wanted to make it better and help people and teach people and she's like you are my children and we're like we are your children oprah we're your children it It was was just phenomenal tina fey being there right on the day of the golden globes and her saying she's a member of has been a member of weight watchers or ww for 30 years for 30 years Mm -hmm. Was really surprising. What, to what me. did she talk about, Tina Fey? Well, she, she just it was talked about. Well, the the WW thing that you know, who knew that Tina yeah. Fey, uh, you know, in her teens and twenties, uh, and they talked about. Uh, she wasn't it Thirty was, Rock. Right. It, it didn't get real. It like, didn't get real heavy like Lady Gaga did yeah. the week before. Didn't she worked feel, with challenging people at Thirty Rock. Yeah. She did say <laughs> that. She yeah. did talk about doing the Golden Globes with Amy Poehler and right. said. I'll be counting points in December. <laughs> I thought she was crisp and funny and just like the right 
meringue on the end of the I day. I do too. And then I just want to say the other thing that Oprah Winfrey practices is gratitude. Yeah. And every time she goes back to her house in Santa Barbara, she has the driver stop. And she, she can admire can admire her, her trees, place. Thank her you. Place. And, yeah. and so I am, I will. What is it, Lori? Come on. Claim it, own it, be it, then turn it over to God. It's kind of... It was good. It was just really good. It, I think I don't think anyone felt like they got ripped off or anything. It was a really amazing day. All right, let's find out what's happening. Okay, your traffic brought to you by Virtuel.com, starting near Oconia, Highway 5 eastbound, a crash from County Road 10 to West 10th Street. In Maple Grove, 94 westbound, a crash from Weaver Lake Road to 494. Near Henderson, 169, northbound possible crash by Lanert Lane. And in St. Paul, the sole vehicle blocking a lane right around 94 westbound uh, from 35E to 12th Street. My Talk Traffic brought to you by Virtuel.com. Ladies, check it out. Bladder infections, yeast infections, birth control. These are just some of the things you can get prescriptions for at Virtuel.com. It's real treatment really fast. Try the online clinic at Virtuel.com. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. Cloudy 28 today. Snow early tonight about an inch. 28 your low. Morning clouds, afternoon sun, tomorrow high of 31, right now 27 and cloudy. Did you miss Julia's random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. You go to work, I go to work Listening to Lori and Julia and you can listen to us anytime, anywhere for any amount of time if you just um, podcast us. We've been podcasting before podcasting was even podcasting. So we've always put our stuff online if you just want to get our book recommendations or you just want to hear part of the show that you always like, whatever. It's really easy. It's there. It's on your phone where you find your podcast. You can download our great app and win some amazing things. Um, last night I was I, I wanted to give a shout out to John, Diane, and Craig. These okay. are the people I played tennis against last night. And um, they were all new to USTA. So here's me, who's pretty much new, giving them the etiquette rules and telling them. But one of the women I went to high school with. And it's amazing how you look exactly like you do in high school. She oh, looks the exact see, same. Well, because yeah. you like see people. Just exactly the same. Yeah. As you do in high school, she's like, I recognize your face. And I'm like, I do too. I know Jeez, you. I mean, you're giving love to the tennis people. We spent all day in the suite with our ladies from Oprah. We didn't say their names. That's because I don't remember them all. Oh, no. that's a problem. I yeah. don't. Gloria, <laughs> Debbie, Robin, Aaron, Stacey, Elizabeth, Valerie, and uh, then those people had guests. And Barb. And Barb, of Who course. always takes care of us. Yes. Yes. It was, yeah, really it fun was day. A day. Okay. I feel like I must be able to be a royal tea leaf uh, oh, person or something. Honestly, I feel so ashamed again. Lori tells me on Saturday, yeah. I've had something, <laughs> I, Oprah and I, we live the same life, and now you have vindicated for the royal Mexic. I, I am. I am, because the, the Her Majesty has released a statement. They met for like a mere two hours this morning about Harry and uh, Meghan wanting to leave the royal family. And uh, the summit at Sandringham has concluded. And the statement from Her Majesty is very, very... It's the only statement we're going to get right now. But she says, you can tell this was this was the most informal, formal statement Queen Elizabeth has given in her 75 damn years on the throne. Today, my family had very constructive discussions on the future of my grandson and his family. My family and I are entirely supportive 
of Harry and Meghan's desire to create to create a new life as a young family. Mm-hmm. Entirely supportive, Julia. Mm-hmm. Remember all the hand wringing. Right, right, Harry right, right. is diss the queen, and mm-hmm. although we would have preferred them to remain full time working members of the royal family. We respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life as a family while remaining a valued part of my family. Harry and Meghan have made clear they do not want to be reliant on public funds Okay, in yeah. their new lives. It's therefore been agreed there will be a period of trans- transition in which the Sussexes will spend time in Canada and the UK. These are complex matters for my family to resolve and there's some more work to be done. But I have asked for final decisions to be reached in the coming days. It is not at all a polished thing. It is more grandmother than queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I would agree. And, but and she's, that's not done. No, right. You see, that that has been the whole problem with Harry and Meghan in the family. They hate how things are done. They've mm-hmm. been The queen is always slow to change. And slow to recognize. And I mean, in crisis. Yes, very slow. And so it's 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 the statement, uh, you know, they Harry and Meghan are not about the old ass procedures in the royal rota and the way they've been doing mm. things. And this letter from the Queen is is as close of an intimate share as we've ever had from her. Mm-hmm. Especially when she refers to them by their first names. Yes, right. and now of course the British papers are saying, oh, they're being stripped of their titles. I, know, I don't believe that. It's it's an. It's like more grandmother than mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. is what I, I read. And and also, I think that was her intention to let her people know that, yes, she's the sovereign, but she's a grandmother first. This is her family. And to maybe show a softer side of herself lately because she misjudged the Prince Andrew thing. Big time. Big time. And um, she also sees how cutthroat and backstabby because yesterday the Sunday Times read a story, which is a very like one of the the most respected papers in the, the royal UK. and yep. in the royal Rota, Rota, the official part of their press team, yes. so to speak. And over the weekend, there was a story about how a friend of Prince William told friends, you know. William has put his brother's arm around his brother all their lives. He can't do that anymore. He's sad about that. It's all we can do. I hope someday they will sing from the same page. I want everyone to be on the same team. Well, Harry and William released a joint statement today. Yep, this morning, first thing. Because this is an example. And saying that William, his older brother, bullied him out out of um, royalty, kind of. Yeah, because the quote was attributed directly to Prince William. Yes, it was. I thought initially that i can't put my arm around my brother anymore came from his mouth exactly so they were their statement said despite clear denials a false story ran in the uk newspaper speculating about the relationship between the duke of sussex and the duke of cambridge for brothers who care so deeply about the issues surrounding mental health the use of inflammatory language in this way is offensive and potentially harmful so they got on the same page but this is an example of what harry has been saying to everybody you guys look at what they're doing to and my now wife to William my family was in, involved in it i think escalated the need to send out something because it made william look like a bad guy absolutely you know the future and kid. what if he did say that and he does have a leak in his very own royal household the person that uh surprised me i know the Damn person me. that i think is going to be fired after the the Sussex exit Megaset dust settles yep. is the Queen's private secretary. Which is a new one. 
kind that of has been there in the last two years because yeah. the old one is the one that used to keep the family and gel together, worked with the boys well. But William, the son, and Charles, the dad, pushed him out. Out. And this, new and this guy is in. when, so for the past two years, the turmoil and kind of the div- division of the He's boys. He's now to- the scapegoat for the family's yeah, recent I get troubles. It. The pre- the secretary? The secretary, the yeah. private secretary. He's going to be pushed out. Why is that? Because, because the queen can't take her own no. fall for protect, oh. you know, for being so dumb and blind about Andrew. Okay. And letting uh, everything and go on so far oh, with, so, with Megan. So far that it's pushed that she won't even return to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. She I mean, she'd bring rather, her son back. She'd rather quit being royal than put up with all the BS, which is what... You know, we talked about the last, you and I spoke about it. I mean, the queen, if she really does think about it, for 75 years, she's Groundhog Day. Her life, every year, she every gets day the same this, vacation. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's over and over and over. But that works for her. She's the queen. She yeah. doesn't have a choice. It, yeah. That's yep. her duty. And she's taken, you know, I mean, that's that's a different... You know, heavy the crown lays, or what the hell is the saying? Uh, uh, heavy is the something that wears the crown, or something, something, like, like, that. That. something like that. And she knows Harry doesn't have to do that. Yeah. And his wife is miserable and sad, and Harry really is miserable heavy and sad. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, yeah. Yeah. So here's the one question. They posed this on GMA. I think it was Keir Simmons. This is the one thing they didn't address during Sandringham, but you know the queen put her hand down and she said, I am issuing something today that backs my grandson. The number one thing they have to solve probably is the money. Mm -hmm. Oh, is this the... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can go ahead and play it. I got the wrong one. I was going to play the wrong cut there. So here is the one you wanted to hear. Okay. I think there's a lot of it down to money because there's a difficulty. If Harry's not living in the UK all the time, then, you know, where does he pay his tax? Does he pay it here? Does he pay it in Canada? I mean, there's a lot of things to discuss here. I think what's important to, to clarify is that uh, Harry and Meghan have said they want to be financially independent. So how do they earn that money? Well, look, they can earn it pretty easily. Brand Sussex is huge. They could make commercial deals. I'm sure there are corporate companies all over America and Canada thinking about how they could work with the Sussexes going forward right now. But a lot of their money, most of their money, comes from Harry's father, Prince Charles, through a private estate known as the Duchy of Cornwall. It's private money. We don't get to know how much he gives them uh, every year. Uh, and I think that's going to be the centre of a lot of the uh, negotiations, how much money they're still going to be getting from dad. And they won't, won't, they won't be wanting them to be, and I don't think, I don't see Harry doing this, you know, like to be, because uh, they've had to reel in other royals. There's like 49 people that are royal adjacent okay. that have to operate under the uh, the uh, Sophie of Wessex, whatever her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gotten in trouble. The Duke and Duchess of Kent have gotten in yes. trouble. Of course, Fergie's gotten in trouble. Prince Andrew's gotten in trouble mm-hmm. about the access and what they can sell. So they're working out sort of all of that. I think they're going to keep the, they'll be Duke and Duchess of I, Sussex. I do too. And I and think that they will have limited thing, events and things that they do yeah. and charities that they'll support and have of the monarchy around the world. I mean, he served in the British military, and I mean, there's I, a lot of vicious headlines still though today. I mean, the, 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 they because it's selling papers. Yeah, it is selling the 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 it's the dirt that sells. It's the negative that I mean that's really what it is. Even the Daily Mail's headline after the Queen, which is you know, I mean, it's a 
it's a win for Harry that his grandmother was so, so super supportive in this formal statement, which is the most informal she's ever been. Right. And like the Daily Mail, the Queen gives in to Harry and Meghan <laughs> and lets them quit. That's the mm-hmm. take, you know, and Piers Morgan has taken, you know, Meghan Markle to ta I mean, the only person who is cheering all of this is Prince Andrew. He is oh, so happy. Keep it going. Especially keep after it that going. Jeffrey Epstein thing aired oh, on yeah. 20 or ABC. Did anyone watch that? I watched it. It was unbelievably compelling. Really? Yeah. I it's still un- haven't taped. I just haven't been mm. able to do Talk it. Talk about injustice. Uh, okay. You know, happening to all those young women. And it was known for so long how he had people patrolling Palm Beach and all these other places. That was just a scandalous story. And Prince Andrew does show up in it uh, towards the end. The number, the thing I never did figure out in any of this, they never really say how Jeffrey Epstein made all his dough. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. No, I don't think... They don't they really don't know. know. I They know yeah, they he know. embezzled at least $46 million yeah. from the guy who owned Victoria's Secret. But he but started more- trading for him many, many years ago, and he mm. was a mathematical genius. Yeah. He, like, I think, just, like, made money out of thin air almost mm. in a weird way. Yeah, probably. They know, they, no one can address how it is that he got... His wealth came from... Um, his money management firm. He had a money management right. firm Again. for ten figure investors. Yeah, I feel like a Ponzi, yeah. all kinds of investors. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, Donnie. All right, listen, we come back. We gotta talk a little Oscars. Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts, or at my talk keyword podcast. Never say. I guess I kinda like the way you help me escape Now the day bleeds into nightfall And you're not here to get me through it all I let my gut out and then you pull the rug I was getting... I should probably throw this in. It's a wonderful night for Oscar, Oscar, Oscar so stuffy, so white, so stodgy is what I got to say about these Oscar noms. I can't even believe it. Okay. I was really kind of... Well, what, it was what, are you, what are you... Okay. Ups- I, I can't believe the Joker got Best Picture. Well, the Joker well, got expected. like 11 nominations. It got the most. Yeah. Which just... I saw it. I think he deserves it, but I... I had hope last year for the Oscars that they were back to... Picking movies that people actually go and see, like Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated for Best Picture last year. Uh, Rami Malek uh, won Best Oscar for playing Freddie Mercury while lip-syncing, and Jared Egerton this year for Rocketman, who actually sings, gets completely shut out of the acting department. Well, there's only five. I'm just saying, though, Julie, if you look at the list, (laughs) A Star is Born was nominated for Best uh, uh, Picture last year, and, I mean... And so then they're like, mad about I'm mad about J Lo. I'm mad about Aquafina. I'm mad about J Lo. Okay. Who I think else? they're jealous that Kathy Bates over J Lo. I mean, we haven't come, seen that movie though. Richard Jewell is a Clint Eastwood movie that bombed at the box office. And Boy, here's, I'm just saying, the, the Shape of Water, Water won an Oscar that no one even went to the movie again. To and see. last year we had a completely different 
a group of it felt like you know there were more movies that people kind of knew i'm just saying that maybe hustlers isn't what the average it's like where were the young oscar voters because I, I, i'm sorry kathy bates and then two for scarlett johansson Lori, you haven't even seen jojo rabbit though. i, I don't <laughs> care but why the hell would would the woman who can play a Japanese tree uh, get two nominations? <laughs> okay, let me just tell you. for a terribly boring you. movie called A Marriage Story, which should just be called A Divorce Story, because that movie gets made periodically. You, you guys know that movie was not good. A no, Marriage I'm Story. I'm halfway I through it. I didn't like okay, it. Okay, you can't even watch it. This is not a sign no, of a I'm, good picture. I, no, I just started this morning, and I was just kind of like, I figured I had to watch it because Laura Dern's winning everything. I just wanted to see and, it. And J-Lo got Laura Dern again at the Critics' Choice last night, and she Laura, got Laura Dern. I tried to tell you that was going to happen. I know you and, did. But, and Donnie, you, have you seen Hustler? My opinion on... Well, I was just going to say, I think there are some in the Oscars that vote in the Oscars that don't consider hustlers to have enough gravitas. Okay. But I disagree. No, 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 that is that is So that's one view. But you guys have not even seen the entire movie. Okay, but here's the thing. Donnie's point about the the Oscars is very stodgy in the oh, what is the good J-Lo, she's playing a stripper. How distasteful. Lupita Nyong'o. We don't like her movies, you know. This, that, and the other thing. Hustlers is a movie. five people per category. Okay, but you did not, the, the, the one one genuine surprise was Florence Pugh for for Little Women because she's the best Amy ever. So you have two actresses named nominated for you know supporting and lead, and then the director of that movie is not not nominated. That's I agree correct. that that's odd. Greta Gerwig, yeah. I mean that is just a slap in the face. Um, can you just stop for one second uh, so I can say Joaquin something? Joaquin Phoenix just... playing the part. He's played in every movie except Walk the Line, the weird loner. Oh mm-hmm. my word! I'm All just right. saying. Let's just so they came out this morning. Yeah. And Lori's upset, obviously, that some people didn't get in. And I'm Dolomite just going Dolomite is my name. I just Eddie like. Murphy. I would just like to back up for a minute right. if you could Please just do. take a pause, because Donnie, <laughs> I asked you a very pointed question. It was a yes or no. Well, Have you seen Hustlers? Well, no, but that was, that's the only question. Okay. That's the answer. Okay. <laughs> that's, that I doesn't make you think. She's received the best notices of her career since Toronto. People have been saying, "Fine, this she is, got snubbed." Okay, so let's just say J- she L- got snubbed, and the the people are jealous of her. The They're, Oscar people, yes, the Academy, the stuffy, stodgy <laughs> Academy people. Didn't okay, why didn't Aquafina get it then? Aquafina because not enough people saw the farewell. Okay, to not vote on okay. it, to, to appreciate uh, her role. Thank goodness she got uh, not you know the the Golden Globe, and we'll see what happens at the SAG Awards. But I feel like right now we already know who's going to win. Once Upon a Time is going to win the Best Picture. Brad Pitt is going to win Best Supporting Oscar. I have no problem with that. Lord Dern's going to get Best Supporting. Judy Zellweger. I mean, it's like... Or, or Renee. Renee. Renee Zellweger. <laughs> Judy playing, you know, but anyway. So you don't like it because you already know who's going to win? That and also because I don't like it when they don't nominate something because they don't think it's Oscars material, particularly when they had a swing back last year with Bohemian Rhapsody and okay. Star or movies that people uh, kind okay. of, that actually okay. saw. Okay, all right. Wow. You know. Okay, so I just want to just say something really quick, mm. if I could, if Please. I can, you know, 
Lori and Julia. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will just be quick. In in the best supporting actor category, which is the one that Jennifer Lopez has yeah. been in yep. traditionally, but a lot of the other things that we've seen have had more than five people. But you're right. There's two new people on this one. So in best supporting actress, here's who's nominated. Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell. No, that None isn't. of us have seen it, though. No, but the, the people, the Palm, the Palm Springs Hollywood people know who she is. So, And they saw that movie because it's a Clint Eastwood. They all watched that okay. trailer. But none so of that us, was an easy one to check. Okay, but none of us have Th- seen that, that movie to even decide if it's good. I don't think that matters. It doesn't matter, Julia. I'm just telling you, why they would know we, Why would they watch is. the horrible marriage story then? Because so many of them have been divorced or their kids are divorcing. I love it. No, this is going to be good because you're going to come up with a great story. I will. I will. Okay, so why Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit, which is about her son imagining that he is a young Aryan kid during the time of Hitler. He's Hitler or something. No, no, no. So she's hiding a Jewish person in her closet and her kid... Uh, that little boy that we've yes. seen on the red carpet, he's in, you know, they kind of, they conscripted all these kids in the Hitler Youth Army and yes. trained them in nationalism yes. and all this stuff. So in his head, in his pretend world, Hitler is his best friend. Okay. So it's some, it, it's like a, sati- a satirical movie. Okay. So she gets it for that. She shouldn't have been. Okay, why? Because, no, that is a movie... <laughs> That uh, okay, wait. You got to give me a reason. It's weird to me. I can't figure that one out. Why okay. Jojo Rabbit? Unless this is a movie that everyone is like, wasn't it clever? Because I read the book that it was based on. You know, like You're it's some so yeah. funny. Okay, then we have Florence Pugh. Pugh, that's the surprise. Woman. That's but, a new one. I She's, said that last week did. that she was going to get a nomination. She's Donnie? the best Amy out of all so, of so Little you're Women. Basically, saying it's a she nice. That it. was a nice surprise. I didn't expect Does it. Does she deserve that nomination, Lori? I'm okay with that nomination. Yes, okay. I am. Margot Robbie with Bombshell. I'm not okay, okay with her nomination in this movie that hasn't even done that well at the okay. box office, and I think it's because they couldn't nominate her. For uh, they didn't put her in for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, her role wasn't big enough. But it was supporting. I mean, you know, remember oh, Judy Dench won for a seven hasn't minutes. Made enough money. Think of when Rachel Weisz won for that Midnight Sun Over the Moon terrible movie. That was um, what the hell was that called? It was something in the sun. Gardener. Yeah. The Constant Gardener. Anyway, I'm mad. I'm mad. Really? Yes, I am.